0: I want to welcome you to the Bethel podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 4th, 2020. This is Pastor Tim Gibb speaking and uh, we want to welcome you today to this uh, form of communication. It's got a new new initiative that we have here at Bethel. We did a few podcasts back in the fall and uh, had some good reception to them. And now we're looking to uh, for a season, however long that'll be, maybe for this all this year, or maybe it'll continue for a while, or at least this season, have a weekly podcast out of our church. And the purpose of it is just in connection, giving some updated, just having a regular communication form that we can communicate, some things that are upcoming. But greater than that, my desire in doing this is to Uh, really get to know people in our church, have people share their testimonies, and uh, just to see what God is doing in people's lives through the ministry of Bethel Church, different ministries. So over the next number of weeks and months, I'm going to be interviewing different people in our church, having them share about their testimony of coming to the Lord, maybe a healing or miracle testimony, uh, maybe a little bit about uh, the ministry that God's called them to, Or we'll have some outside guests that come to our church, guest speakers, and we'll look to interview them as well. And then also just to give some weekly updates. I don't want to be heavy on announcements, um, more low on announcements and more on getting to know people. And then also from time to time, I think about once a month, I'm just going to do a podcast teaching. And uh, maybe share some things that maybe necessarily wouldn't share on a Sunday morning or have an outside or someone in our church come and give a little teaching or exhortation. So there'd be some spiritual encouragement in these podcasts and certainly encouragement through the testimony of others as we do different interviews as we go through this. So I trust it's going to be a real blessing to you. And um, also maybe we'll add some prayer points from time to time, things that we should be praying about. So I want to encourage you as we share these podcasts online. Uh, please share as well with others, particularly if there's a, an interview or a teaching that particularly speaks to you or someone you know may, may benefit from it. Uh, we would encourage you to just to share and stay connected with Bethel. You know, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts today. Sometimes when you're at work, you can the nature of your job allows you to listen to things online or maybe you're working in your home. And you can have uh, radio or podcast playing or maybe on your commute to work. You can always save these podcasts, listen to them later. And on your commute to work, uh, listen to this. And uh, I hope it's going to be something that will be a blessing to you. Uh, Today is February the 4th and we just came off a fantastic Sunday here at Bethel. Boy, this past Sunday morning we had a great uh, attendance and lots of uh, guests that were there for a water baptism service. And what a powerful service we had. Five people were baptized and just shared some wonderful testimonies of what the Lord has done. Uh, Mark L'Amour, Emily Sheehan, Sheehan uh, Stephanie Hayes, Selena Ramherry, and Ben Van Dellen all shared what the Lord has done in their lives and just powerful testimonies of the goodness of God in their life, and uh, particularly struck with a few of the testimonies. Uh, I think of Emily, who talked about how, you know, she was raised in a great home, a Catholic background. Um, everything was going well, well for her, schooling, work into her career, and uh, but yet she felt this void. Yet she felt an emptiness. Yet she knew something was missing and uh began to search that out had a belief in god but was looking for the answers and then one day just googled churches in sarnia and came across bethel church on her own without any invitation came to one of our services and responded to the message of jesus the message of the gospel the message of salvation gave her heart to the lord and has been faithful ever since and then that decision took full expression in her water baptism this sunday and uh What a blessing to see the Holy Spirit at work. I think of Ben, a young man who is experiencing a few challenges and a bit of crises in life, but uh, reached out to us. He came from a Christian background, but never really committed his heart to the the Lord, wasn't serving God. But knew church is where he needs to find that connection and get the help that he needed. So he just showed up here on a Sunday service. Uh, in the month of December, early December, sitting by himself. And Shannon Smith, one of our church members, noticed him, went up to him and engaged him in conversation, welcomed him, and then actually invited him for coffee the next night. And they went out and then Shannon got me connected with Ben. And as I shared with Ben, Ben accepted the Lord and began this journey of faith and following Christ. And that took expression in water baptism this past Sunday. And just some beautiful testimony. Stephanie uh, shared her testimony. Stephanie Summer Hayes about how uh, very open and transparent. How she had suffered abuse as a child for many years, and left a lot of trauma. And she's been dealing with mental health issues. But since she accepted Christ just a few months ago, prayed with Trisha on the phone, and accepted Christ. She's just found the issues that she's been struggling with have been greatly decreased and she's found a new love and joy and peace in her life. Praise God for Mark and, and uh, Selena as well. Beautiful testimonies. I want to encourage our listening audience, let's be praying for these that have been baptized. We haven't scheduled an, our next water baptismal service quite yet, but we already have individuals that are wanting to be baptized and, uh, you know, baptism services are always wonderful when we hear what God is doing in people's lives. So we're looking forward to that. I want to encourage you about being in church this coming Sunday, uh, February the 9th. Uh, I'm going to be speaking on Share the Love. Don't keep Jesus to yourself. And it's going to be a great message. We have in our church uh, a group. Some maybe know of this and maybe a lot don't. But we have an artist group. Uh, they come and do drawings and paintings. It meets every Wednesday, the first Wednesday of the month, from 9:30 till about noon, and uh, they come together and just have fellowship and work on art pieces and just have that what they have in common with uh, painting and drawing. And they're called the Heart and Soul Art Group. So if you're interested, if that's a, a talent of yours or an interest in yours, you're they welcome new members. You can speak to the church office, or if you know Gretchen Knapp or Roseanne Listra, you can talk to them, and uh, or contact the church office, or just show up uh, first Wednesday of the month and uh, in the morning, and they'd love to have you join. But this coming Sunday, they're going to be displaying some of their art pieces in our lobby before and after the service, so that's something to look forward to as well. And then we're just uh, 10 days away from uh, Family Day, which is a holiday here in Ontario. And it's a family day weekend, and we're going to have a great service on Sunday. And then as has been our tradition uh, every year for the last number of years. On the holiday Monday, we rent a ice rink at one of our local arenas. And this year, uh, we're at a different arena. It's the Sarnia Arena downtown. And uh, we want to encourage you to come from 4 to 5. It's free, open to all. Nice event to invite a friend or family member or neighbor to come and join us. But it's a Bethel Family Skate. And so come on out. Maybe you don't skate. But you can still come out and just have some coffee or hot chocolate uh, by the rink and just connect with people. And so we'll have a good hour of skating. Then this year we're doing something different. We're inviting everybody back to the church. So 4 to 5 we'll be skating. By the time we get our skates off and get get ready and back in the car, get our winter coats on, you know, about quarter after 5 or so, 20 after 5 we'll make our way to Bethel. So about 5.30, quarter after 5, 5.30 we'll be at the church. And uh, we're going to have pizza for everyone, and just another ch- time to uh, connect with people and just enjoy dinner together as the church family. And so maybe you're not skating, isn't your thing? Well, then just come out and enjoy uh, some dinner with us with some pizza. There's no cost for this event, just a way to be a blessing to families in our church. And so we, uh, we look forward to that. Really excited today on this uh, podcast, our first one of 2020. Just want to do a little get to know interview with our interim youth pastor, Hannah Dixon. Uh, as many of you know, or all of you know, the uh, youth pastor that we had just recently accepted an opportunity, a new ministry position in British Columbia. And so his last Sunday with, with, with us was the last Sunday of January. And we also announced that Hannah Dixon uh, is going to serve us as an interim youth pastor. Uh, we've asked her to serve at least till the end of May as we're searching for a new youth pastor, so with our former youth pastor leaving us, it left us with an immediate need. Hannah is a four-year Bible school graduate from Master's College and Seminary out of Peterborough, Ontario. That's our main Bible school for this area here in Canada. Uh, originally from Sarnia, and uh, her home church is the Corona Church Parkway, great church. And uh, she's been spent the last four years at Master's College and Seminary as and home now, and so it's just a natural choice, and uh, so thankful that she accepted this opportunity. So we're just going to have a little interview and get to know Hannah right now. So, hi, Hannah. Welcome to uh, Bethel Podcast. Great to have you join us here. And uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> she wasn't ready for that question. We I'll give her another question.
1: Oh, man. Hannah,
0: welcome to the Bethel Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh man.
0: And um, so tell me, you grew up here in Sarnia. Yep.
1: Yep. Born and raised. Born and
0: raised. Yep. Wow. So you're born in the Sarnia General Hospital.
1: Yeah, that's what they tell life. me.
0: And uh, went to high school here.
1: Yep. I went to Skits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: And part of the Parkway Church in Corona for a good yeah, number of years. Yeah, for
1: like 10 years, I think.
0: Okay. So obviously, as a young person, that was your church, and mm-hmm. I assume you were part of the youth group there. And
1: yeah, um, went to the youth group starting in grade 7 or 8 or something, and okay. then um, just kind of stuck around until I went away to Bible college, so.
0: Sure. So what kind of things were you involved with with your youth group at Corona?
1: Um, so first, uh, it was just like attending and hanging out with friends, obviously, but as I grew in my faith and, um, leaders got to know me, they invited me to join the worship team and, um, started serving in that capacity. So,
0: right. So the one thing I do know about you is that you are a great vocalist and I know it's kind of hard to say, well, this, that's true. I very much am, <laughs> but uh, I've had so many people tell me that you're a great worship leader, and a great vocalist, like soloist vocalist. I know most of it is in the context of worship. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've known that about you for some time. But I don't think I've actually ever heard you live sing. So I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, maybe unveiling. one day. Really? <laughs> one day.
0: Well, I think the day will come pretty soon. We could ask you to. Uh, uh, sing right here on our podcast, but maybe another time. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for later. <laughs> uh, yeah, but actually, you were telling me another time that you also have written a few songs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had the um, opportunity to uh, write songs for a couple women's events and right. been able to serve them in that. Great. Capacity. So how did that go? It went pretty great. It yeah. was. It's a fun time. It's cool to be able to like use a gift in a way that I never thought I'd be able to, and then see sure. people respond to to Jesus
0: through Excellent. that. So, so uh, you know, as a young uh, young woman, young girl growing up in the church and come to, uh, what was it that led your decision to go to Bible school?
1: Yeah, so uh, growing up, I had a bunch of different things I wanted to do. I thought I was going to be a lawyer or like a singer or something. Um, but when I got into grade 11, I realized that there really wasn't anything that was catching my interest at all. And people had talked about going into ministry before and I didn't really take it too seriously. Kind of was just going with the flow. Um, And then one night I was in my room just playing some music, like playing guitar. I wasn't even really worshiping or anything. It was uh, just a random song. And uh, in that moment, I just felt really clearly that um, I was supposed to pursue this call into ministry. And um, that's when I started taking it more seriously
0: excellent so you felt the call to, to go to why did you choose masters if I could ask
1: yeah um, so I actually went to apply to a few other places and oh. um, ended up the one place I didn't even send my application another place I actually got um, a letter in my email and I never opened it so I don't know if it was a acceptance or a right. not acceptance. Um, to a but Bible school. To a Bible school, yeah. I'm sure
0: it was an acceptance.
1: <laughs> and uh, but then uh, when I applied to master's I, I kind of just knew when I put that in there I thought yeah. it's close to home and I'd heard nothing but great things about
0: Kay. the team there. So what year did you go to master's?
1: 2015.
0: 2015. Okay. Four years ago and four years mm-hmm. now was that a long painful process of four <laughs> years that you had to endure and just jesus help me through us all or did it go pretty quick
1: honestly like yeah. i'm not gonna lie there were those moments sure. for sure um but no it went by so fast i can't believe i was there for well four normally years. you know it,
0: it seems like when you're in it right it seems like it's taking or you have to There's get those, through it in challenging moments
1: yeah those moments of like oh i just want to do it now lord but right. realizing like I'm so glad I was there for four years, for right, sure. Right,
0: it does go by fast. Great and when school. You, it's a perspective of life, actually, but because sometimes it just seems like when you're in the midst of something, it's forever, or it's too challenging, or. But then yeah. when you look back, it's like wow. That wasn't as bad as you know. It worked out all right, and
1: yeah, am so glad I did it. Lucky yeah. for me, like masters was mostly really great experiences because yeah. of the school and the leadership team, and so it was yeah. more so just like academically. I was like, oh so gosh. if there's anyone <laughs> that
0: was thinking about Bible school, you'd recommend masters. Oh,
1: hundred percent, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Wow.
0: So, what was a couple of highlights for you being in Bible school?
1: Yeah, a um, couple different highlights is the academics. I had never really approached school in that way before um professors walked into a classroom started every class with prayer um and just welcomed so that didn't happen at skits (laughs) um no
0: (laughs) did you approach every class with prayer
1: (laughs) i wish i did i wish i did looking back
0: exams
1: definitely a lot of prayer for those ones lord
0: help me to remember the things i was told and didn't study. Things that didn't study. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. I studied in Bible college, though. Yeah, no. Right. Um, just yeah, that was really cool to me. Just walking in, um, knowing that God was welcomed in, even in my learning. Right. Um, they. There, I served on the leadership team uh, a couple times. and okay. uh, So what
0: did that involve, the leadership team?
1: Uh, yeah, so I was a worship leader, okay. and then I also was an RA for a while.
0: Right. Um, so an RA is a resident assistant.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So you're kind of just making sure... Everybody's tucked into bed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, just, like, tucking everyone in. just like nice. <laughs>
0: sort of making sure everybody's doing all right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah. didn't tuck anyone in, but yeah. had a few late-night convos that really spoke to me. I, another highlight, just, like, connecting with my peers in that way. And right. um, finally, probably just, like, the different trips that we were able to go on. Um, okay. A lot of awareness trips. So the right. Dominican trip. Some would call it a missions trip, but it was more like a cultural immersion. So
0: was that after your first year they do that? That was in our first year. In your first year. So in your first year, you go to the Dominican Republic.
1: Yep. We go to Toronto downtown for a weekend. Okay, that's a different trip. Yeah. Right.
0: So the one is like we call it a missions trip but it's more of a cultural awareness. Yeah, definitely. So it's you're going to minister but it's it's much more than that. It's about learning about the culture, learning about
1: Yeah, and learning uh, about what missionaries really do.
0: Okay.
1: Um day to day and like the challenges and right. and the victories and such. Um it was more than praying and doing construction although we did that.
0: Was that your first trip like outside of Canada US?
1: Not my first trip outside. I had been to Lebanon before, okay. but it was my first like mission type yeah, type. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great.
0: Have you been on one since? Kind of. Okay, okay right, okay. <laughs> Right. So you had you had experienced a few weeks you were in one country uh, yep. over in the Middle East, right? Yeah. So you're, um, and then Toronto, you said, was... Uh, yeah,
1: it yeah. was an incredible time. We uh, got to shadow different um, urban missionaries. Right. Um, work Like, t- talk to people who are working with people on the streets, um, whether right. it's because of homelessness or just... Like even uh, sex trafficking and such like that. Oh. So um, it was a it's a really good experience, um, eye opening and right. challenging. So
0: very good. So um, you picked uh, like they did diff- offer different programs at masters. Mm-hmm. You picked the pastoral line yeah uh, there's like youth pastor kids pastor creative creative like
1: worshiping creative and then okay. they just got a new one um for more of like not like non-conventional ministry I guess okay. I'm not sure exactly what it is but it sounds really great I would probably would have taken that okay
0: and so yeah why did you pick the pastoral one just
1: Um, so the best way I can explain it is, uh, actually the head of the program explains it really well. He says that the pastoral stream is like a bird's eye view. You're kind of looking at all aspects of the church. Um, we talked about church planning, which is, um, a passion of mine or something I want to get into. And, um, I picked it because it seemed like the most general thing and I had no idea what I wanted to do.
0: Okay. So it's not that because you've done pastoral that you couldn't do kids or, or youth or whatever, and... (laughs) I know the kids one, you said, didn't really speak to you, and, but <laughs> youth is an interest. In yeah, for sure. youth, working with youth.
1: Definitely, and yeah. just, like, even in the kids realm of things, I just, I have friends who went to school for that, and you can just so clearly see, like, the giftings that they have right. are so geared towards that it takes a special person. It takes a special person in all aspects, but you know right. what I mean. Right. And so with youth, um, it's definitely something that I've been passionate about working with youth in different capacities. And yeah. so I was lucky to form relationships with um, the different profs and the different programs. And so you still learn and um, are able to learn from them in
0: that. Right. So we uh, really appreciate, like we, uh, Pastor Brock, who had accepted an, an opportunity in British Columbia, uh, we were sorry to see him leave us so soon, but he just told me just before Christmas and then he was done like the end of January. So of was sudden, wow, we, gotta, like, we need someone to help us lead this. Yeah. And we immediately thought of you because we knew <laughs> that you had completed master's. You're here back at home working a few jobs and just ready for the next thing that God has for you. And so we really appreciate Hannah that stepped up to help us here at at Bethel in this interim role. And uh, already she's been connecting with the youth. Um, She's been to a few of the youth services, both uh, Wednesday nights for our junior high ministry and then Thursday nights our senior high ministry. And I know the first night when it was kind of uh, a bit of a transition time, I think Pastor Brock is still here, but... One night he had you share your testimony, and, <laughs> yeah. and I heard that went really well. And fun. Your kids enjoyed hearing you. And so, what's your bit of experience like already just uh, here at Bethel for the first couple of weeks and connecting with uh, the youth? and
1: Yeah, it's been a great experience. Um, the students are super welcoming, super warm. Um, I love, I look forward to both Wednesdays and Thursdays just knowing like okay, the students are going to be like so encouraging and so like energetic, and right. we just have a great time. Um, it's been a challenge, obviously, in learning how to pastor young people. Sure. I mean, that's challenging in and of itself, but um, I definitely am well, enjoying it. You've had some <laughs> experience
0: just being uh, in a youth group growing up, yep. and, and some leadership. And, yeah, and even and interning...
1: Uh, like in our fourth year, we have an internship. And right. so got to be involved in right. that a little bit. So. But this is yeah.
0: obviously a learning opportunity for you and a growing yeah. opportunity for you. And also a great blessing to our our young people here. So as you're looking at these next few months that you have here, I know part of it is just in that and in, in learning and growing yourself. But what would be a few of your passions in uh, just helping us here at Bethel with our youth ministry program?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something that I noticed right away walking in, um, on the first Thursday night that I had come just to kind of hang out with everybody. And that was just, there was, the presence of God was just really, really clear and evident. Like even just the fact that they were so welcoming to like whatever God had for them in that night. And it was just a regular service night, chill, like have snacks afterwards kind of thing. But um, they came in expecting and so that's something that I want to see not only like sustain but grow and, right. and uh, become more and more um, and then just being able to pour into the leadership team and pour into the students as much as I can while I'm here and just, um, yeah, that's about it. I'm just that's here awesome. to be present and come sure. alongside them and what they want to do with what we have, I
0: guess. Excellent. <laughs> Well, really, really appreciate it so much. You know, well, the years that you were in Bible school, we were actually doing renovation work here. A uh, big part of it was just raising the money, and then it took a period of more than a year. Or can't remember the exact timeline from when we actually started construction and completed, it, but it seemed like it took—well, part of the reason why it took so long is because we raised some funds and did some work, and then we had to raise more funds before we continued— So anyway, it took a little while, but uh, we got a whole new space upstairs uh, for kids and youth, and how's that space working out for our young people? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. um, it gives, like, the best way I like to describe it is it gives, like, a living room feel. So um, a lot of the students who are attending Revo and Rescue, um, they are people who don't really come to church on a Sunday morning, and so uh, as we... Learn and we grow, and we try to transition them into becoming a part of that community as well. Right. Um, I think it gives them a space to be like, okay, I'm just it's kind of just like going over to someone's house and um, it's a safe place for a lot of people. So yeah. the space is great.
0: Yeah, so in that space we've created, there's a, like a bit of a hangout area around a, a television, but like some couches and stuff. and then there's like a, another area with pool table, ping pong table, and then like a coffee bar area and um, and then a, kind of a worship area, right? Yep. But it works yep. out really well, and uh, I think it's awesome. I think they, they really like the new space. We're also, we've been saying for a little while, the goal is to um, make our gym a full-use gym, and there's been some movement on that. We actually just approved to go ahead with, uh, we're going to put a new floor in there, and we're going to uh, get some basketball nets up, so that should be happening, and also for volleyball. But that should be happening pretty soon. I've been very frustrated because I know that there's a lot of kids that like to play basketball in the gym. Yeah, yeah. But we have, like, this one – It's <laughs> it was a great net, but it's kind of – it's been so used. Yeah. And it's kind of, like, broken a little bit, and, and – uh, but they're really uh, – uh, they like to use it, but they're really <laughs> they're slamming on that net, and it's all right because it's pretty much ready for the garbage. But yep, no, they love when it. I told a few students on Sunday, "Hey, the gym is going to be uh, fully equipped with basketball very soon," they were pretty excited about that. So, oh yeah, they're pumped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you mentioned something I, I just thought of too. That um, you know, in our youth ministry, and I don't know if you would even know now the percentage because I know you're just getting to know the kids, but. I think in Revol, like, maybe half of the kids would be from what we call non-church homes. Mm-hmm. Like, they they don't necessarily come on Sunday or their parents don't come to church. Um, and with Rescue, I think it's even higher. Rescue is even like higher, Like, 75% yeah. or something of the kids. Yeah,
1: easily, I would say that. Yeah. I would agree. So,
0: we have, uh, so, it's a place for our church kids, but there really is an outreach aspect mm-hmm. to it, you know? And as I look back over the years, like I've been here, some of the kids that uh, like way back were just like these junior high kids in our rescue program. Some of them have gone on to uh, Bible school and in ministry today or in other ways, you know, other, maybe Bible school wasn't God's calling in their life, but, you know, they're doing something, they're serving the Lord. Uh, Others, um, you know, we're not sure what's happened to them as they've moved on, but the seed of God's word was planted in their hearts for sure. Mm -hmm. But we certainly have some great testimonies of young people that just through our rescue program. So I just wonder who's the next uh, of the kids in that rescue group. May they all be, but the next ones that are going to just carry on with serving God and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe in ministry or whatever, um, not all ministry has to be pastoral. Amen. We're all called to ministry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want to necessarily give that impression. But it is great when we see young people that feel a call of God in whatever sphere, but obviously also in pastoral or youth ministry, kids ministry, or missions or whatever. It's it's wonderful to see, see that. So well, so we're very thankful. And I uh, just want to ask our listening audience, please be praying for Hannah. And if you're somehow connected with the youth group, like you have students that attend or grandkids that attend and you ever want to connect with Hannah or have any questions, uh, we do put in our bulletin every month just a little thing that's happening for that month, uh, whether it's a service or a small group night or outreach night or activity or something special so you can watch there. But Hannah is always available and uh, Mm -hmm. we're really looking forward. We've already planned that the last Sunday night of March, we're going to have a special uh, youth service on that Sunday night and have our young people participating, leading and worship. Hannah, I think, is going gonna to do double duty that night. She's going to lead in <laughs> worship and preach. Wow. It's going to be a good so, time. <laughs> yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And so, Hannah, we really appreciate um, just your involvement here and in, in helping us. And uh, as we trust in the Lord, we just know he's going to lead us and lead you. And we're excited to see what the future holds. Me too. Amen. <laughs> So as we just finish here today, uh, just a thought that uh, I came across this quote earlier, and it says this, um, no amount of regret changes the past, no amount of anxiety changes the future, but any amount of gratitude changes the present. I'm going to say that again, such a great quote. Think about it. No amount of regret can change the past, no amount of anxiety can change the future, but any amount of gratitude can change the present. Yeah, that's so that's a good thought, and I want to just leave that with you. So thanks for being a part of this podcast today. And next uh, Wednesday, we're going to have an interview with our missionary evangelist, Mark Davey. And it's an exciting interview that we've done with him. And uh, you're going to learn a little bit more about Mark. and some of the work that God's doing. So every week, tune into these podcasts every Wednesday morning. And uh, God bless you to this day. We'll look for you this coming Sunday. Believing God for God's best in your life and my life. And we we'll love you in Jesus' name. Amen.